The economy is reopening, and we're seeing higher inflation. On today's show, we'll outline how this could impact your financial security and retirement and offer some potential solutions. Discover retirement concepts you need to know. When you're hitting that magic age of 65, you need to really start to do your research. Learn how to navigate through economic uncertainty. And anybody can retire. It's whether you can stay retired. That is the real point. A successful retirement doesn't happen by accident. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam Welcome once again to Your Retirement. I'm consumer advocate Chuck Caton, along with the people, the fine people at Dual Financial Strategies. And we're talking Sam Dual, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel. And we're here uh, for another week of uh, giving you that retirement lifestyle review when you have uh, no cost, no obligation uh, consultation with them. They are fiduciaries who have your best interest in line uh, for retirement planning with over a score of years of experience. And uh, we've got a 4.5% rise in consumer prices uh, in the last year, and that's uh, the highest inflation in almost 13 years. So if you remember the soaring double-digit inflation rate days of the 70s like I do, uh, you might be worried now, but uh, you'll still need to consider the eroding effects uh, that it has on your nest egg as you're approaching retirement for the long haul. Well, you have to think about it for sure. It's 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 a conversation that you have to have. Now, uh, you know, as you said, I don't know, Chuck, if, if we need to factor this in for uh, for long term. Uh, you know, there are starting to be some signs to show that this is not uh, transitory, as they would like to say it is. Uh, transitory is obviously just means very short term. Uh, when it starts to become more of a nagging longer-term inflation is when you start to see um, companies raising wages and you start to see entities raising prices, both of which we're seeing right now. So uh, I do believe that this inflation that we're seeing right now is not just going to miraculously go away. Uh, it's it's here for a while. Now, do you change a retirement plan because of inflation? No, you're probably going to change a lifestyle. But I think what you need to do if you're in that retirement red zone and you've got a few years to go, is you do need to be thinking about that. Okay, when I retire, what is that money going to be worth in 10 or 20 years? And what if some sort of moderate to severe inflation should take place? You're not likely going to see something where inflation is going to go to 5.5%. That's just going to stay there for the entirety of your retirement. But yeah, Chuck, I do remember that. I was, uh, you know, I'm old enough that um, I remember in the late 70s, I would have been in my in my teens at that time, but I do remember, uh, you know, seeing on the news and I'm talking about uh, uh, inflation going up and all of that sort of stuff. So uh, it's certainly there. You have to pay attention to it and you have to realize the eroding effect that inflation will have on your retirement savings. And the reason for that primarily is because you're now on a fixed income. You don't have the opportunity to work some more overtime to make up for the $5 a gallon gas you have to make do with what you have. Yeah, I know. $5 a gallon gas. I hope we never see that. I don't know if we're seeing it in your area, but I, I know the high, highest prices where I sit right now have been attained, and uh, hopefully that will be transitory. There, yeah, we, you, you know, and, Andy and I were in California uh, recently visiting her family here just a, a few weeks ago, and it was it was $5 a gallon. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, of course, California has very high gas taxes, but uh, you know none of which goes to the roads. You know we jumped up uh, into that uh, three plus 
dollar range now. It's probably three and a half dollars a gallon right now as we record this show. Let's break this down here. So if you've got uh, sixty thousand dollars for your first year of retirement in twenty years, if we have uh, the inflation that uh, you talk about and maybe not transitory, what's what's the purchasing power going to be uh, for our retirees that are thinking of hanging it up now in maybe ten or twenty years? In twenty years, if you had that sixty thousand now, if you had that type of inflation, uh, you would need over one hundred and eight thousand dollars just just to match that. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Luke, we certainly know one thing now, uh, even though there's going to be maybe a six plus percent increase in Social Security. Uh, payments uh, for 2022, Social Security really never does uh, keep up uh, with uh, whatever the inflation rate is uh, for many reasons. Right. And so when Sam talks about fixed income and looking at fixed income, of course, Social Security is one of the largest sources of fixed income that you, the retirees, have. And um, when we look at you know what the Senior Citizens League estimates as the average Social Security benefit that's lost, they're, they're estimating that about a third of the buying power of Social Security has been lost over the last 20, 21 years. And so even though Social Security is getting adjusted based on a COLA or a cost of living adjustment every year, which is what you were referring to, Chuck, mm -hmm. um, it's not quite keeping up with the cost of prescription drugs, food, housing, the things that we just go out and need to buy. Um, and of course, that's been in place with our Social Security. So, it, you know, the Social Security is not a true fixed um, income where it's not going to adjust at all. There is the benefit of some cost of living, but we've got to be mindful that it might not keep up enough if we continue at the current rates. Here's something that people have to think about, too, especially if they're not 65 yet. You've got your Medicare costs coming up when you are 65. So some of that cost of living increase could be eaten up by whatever the increases in Medicare are going to be for those who are 65 and above. And uh, that can take away from uh, that percentage. So it sounds good to have maybe 6.2% in a uh, cost of living increase uh, for Social Security, but some of that's going to get eaten up, I'm sure, uh, by Medicare costs. So what can you do about it? Uh, Andy, you've got some solutions here? Well, yeah, you can, for the most part, look at those fixed income solutions knowing that they are not likely to keep in pace with inflation. Now, what is a fixed income solution? Social Security could be close to it. Um, pensions, once you turn on a pension, if you're fortunate enough to have one, that's not necessarily going to adjust. So we know that that is basically a fixed annuity on the backside. It's gonna pay you out depending on how you took it. It's not gonna change and go up. Now, there are other fixed solutions, if you will, that you could consider and may need to consider going into retirement to protect the fact that you need income. So depending on what you're trying to do, but you're gonna have to offset that or balance it out with the other dollars and cents that you have. And where are you going to invest that to try and get a little bit higher rate of return so that you can keep up with and hopefully outpace what inflation is doing as well as just the cost of living as things go up. So be mindful of those things when you're going out there. It is important to calculate how much your nest egg is right now. As you do, factor in some inflation over the next 10, 20, 30 years. What does that look like? What does that mean to your retirement? How much does your lifestyle cost right now? And then how much would it likely cost then? It's, it is really important to sit down with a calculator. If you are uncomfortable doing that or need help doing that, give us a call. We're happy to sit down with you and go through some of those things so that you can figure out what type of an income stream you're going to need. 
the main thing I think that most people are concerned with not only is not running out of money, but the cost of healthcare is becoming more and more of an issue. So that is something that you have to take into consideration. Chuck, you were mentioning that as far as what are the Medicare costs that we're going to see? Mm-hmm. How are those going to go up? And and then your supplementals, your prescription programs, those are all part of the plan that you have to address and and really have a good idea of what it's going to cost you before you go into retirement so that you can plan out accordingly with some factors that are going to increase that. But working with someone who understands the nuances of retirement are, in my opinion, fundamental to make sure that not only can you retire, but can you stay retired being the real question um, and concern. So Sam, you talk about that all the time. And one of the things too, Andy, that we have done recently when you were talking about Medicare and Medicare supplements is for years, you've asked us to help you with that and and we just never had the resource for it. Uh, We have recently brought on a Medicare supplement consultant. Uh, Lake La Chapelle is new with us and we now offer the full range of Medicare supplements. So the reason we did this was because you had requested it of us so much and what we were finding was that you were going out and you were purchasing your Medicare supplements uh, but you were purchasing them in a vacuum uh, you were not purchasing them in light of what your actual financial situation was, what your actual income situation was. So we decided that it was so important to cover that for you that we have now incorporated that into the company as well. So we have open enrollment that's going to begin here. Uh, give us a call on that too. We need to talk about Medicare supplements. We can have you set down with uh, with our focused professional in the office on that and give you a good non-biased evaluation of what you have now and see if it fits with what you're doing. Because like everything else, as we've examined these things, we've found that many times your financial plan doesn't really fit who you are at this point in time. We're finding, and it's been our, uh, it's been our, our, our history to see that many of you that have Medicare supplements, they're not necessarily a fit for you today. They may have been at one point, but they're not now. So we'd like to have an opportunity to talk to you about that as well. Absolutely. And as we wrap up this segment, Sam, we could talk about what your investment strategy should be uh, because they can change uh, when you retire for a lot of different reasons. Absolutely. I was thinking about that when Andy was talking about the fixed income because the investment strategy in these inflationary times is critical as well. I mean, there are very specific things that you can do during inflation times. Uh, we have we have investment models that we use, Chuck, that are specifically indicated towards inflation. They are inflation sensitive because what ha- what happens is we look at this we look at this inflation thing and it's the boogeyman, right? Because things are more expensive and it costs us more to live. But what people seldom ever think about, and what we very seldom ever see financial advisors talk about, we never see this with the talking heads on television, is to say, hey, but hold on a second, there's opportunity in in inflation because there are investment opportunities in an inflationary environment that can be positive for you. Not everything is negatively affected by inflation. Some things are positively affected. So we also need to examine that investment strategy that you have right now to see are you positioned for these types of inflationary environments and how do we get the right mix, the right counterbalance against inflationary times into what you're doing so that you have a good, well-thought-out, well-balanced financial plan? Absolutely. And this is why uh, you have uh, an offer for our listeners. 
It's the Retirement Lifestyle Review, Chuck, and that's why we named it that many years ago, because it's a review of your lifestyle. Inflation affects your lifestyle. Losses in the stock market affect your lifestyle. Not having the right Medicare supplement affects your lifestyle. So this is just the opportunity for you to come into our offices. You can come to the Appleton office. You can come to the Green Bay office. Basically, if you can hear the sound of my voice, we have an office that's within a reasonable distance of you. And sit down with one of the advisors. Sit down with Andy. Sit down with Luke. Sit down with myself. Sit down with Lake for Medicare. And let's look at where you're at right now. Let's examine it under a microscope from a non a biased fiduciary perspective to say, hey, it's either good, bad, or indifferent. And if it needs to have things done to it, let's talk about what could be done that would be beneficial for you. You know, we often say, Chuck, that people will panic to find a charger when their phones are going to die but they don't panic to find a plan when their dreams are going to die. These are the types of things that you need to understand, folks, is that you could be in a situation here where you're setting yourself up for your dreams to die later on in retirement. Let's find that out today so that we can fix it and you can go into retirement doing the things you want to do at the level that you deserve to do them. All right, and it's very easy to do that, so give them a call to Dual Financial Strategies at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 to get that comprehensive, no-cost, no-obligation retirement lifestyle review. All right, we're running out of time. What's coming up next? There's no question that life can be stressful at times. Managing it is the key. When we come back, we'll show you how to diagnose and treat your financial portfolio stress. We're back here on Dual Financial Strategies. I'm Chuck Caton, and uh, we have Luke Von Abel and uh, Sam Duell and Andy Schooler in studio here from Dual Financial Strategies, and this is your retirement. And uh, that means anybody within the uh, sound of our voice, as Sam said before, uh, in Appleton, Green Bay, the Fox Valley in general, you can get that retirement lifestyle review with their over score of years of experience. That number is 866-203-7486. No cost, no obligation uh, to meet with the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies. So I've got a question. Is your retirement portfolio under some stress? Well, it might look fine on the surface, but there's some uh, stressors probably lurking beneath the surface here. And in this segment, we're going to discuss ways that uh, you can stress test your retirement nest egg and then offer action steps uh, to take to relieve that stress. Now, when we talk about the uh, portfolio stress and retirement stress as you're approaching retirement in that red zone, you've got to think about one thing, and that is you've got the money. What do you want to do? What are your goals? You're going to have a lot of time on your hands in retirement. So discussing those goals, I think, with an advisor is also important. It's very important, Chuck. We talk often on the show about the book that we give people when they come in to visit us from the radio and the television shows called Purpose Determines Placement. I wrote that here a while back now. Uh, and that's the reason that I named it that. That's the reason why I titled it Purpose Determines Placement, because that money has a purpose. Your life has a purpose your retirement has a purpose. What are these purposes and goals that you're trying to reach? Because these stressors start to show themselves and are indicated when your purpose is not aligned with the money's purpose. Your purpose, your goal is not aligned with the financial advisor's purpose and goal. And Chuck, I find that 
many, many people that come in and visit us, that listen to us on the radio, will often say, you know what, Sam? It just didn't feel right. I, I can't put my finger on it. I can't figure it out. I don't know why. But when I talked to my current advisor, they didn't seem to know much about retirement. They didn't seem to know about Social Security. They didn't have any answers for me on inflation. They didn't know how to look at my tax return. It just didn't feel like we were positioned with them to meet our goals. Or you're opening your statements and you're seeing these fluctuations up and down and you're not seeing any action being taken on the part of your financial advisor to, to rectify anything. You're making those telephone calls and you're concerned about what's going on. You're concerned about the current economic situation. You're concerned about the tax situation. You're concerned about the inflation situation. But none of those those questions are being answered. They're all going, going unanswered answered or you're just getting these very nebulous uh, arbitrary answers to these questions that are not helpful for you that's where the financial stressors come in at that's where the retirement lifestyle stressors come in at so setting down knowing and understanding what your goals are knowing and understanding what your expectations are knowing and understanding where you want to go will help you greatly in getting to that place and the first thing that you do, Chuck, is you have to just sit down with us and let's talk about what do you have. Absolutely. And examining what you have is very important here, Luke, because it depends on when you want to retire. Do you want to retire at 65, at 70? What do you want to do? So all of those factors have to be considered. Right. We have to piggyback off of what Sam was talking about with the goals. Um, first, we need to determine what your goals are. Then we want to analyze what is your, what are your existing assets and help you develop a clear picture of the sensors or the different hidden things inside of your portfolio that could be a roadblock that could be a challenge to overcome and we do that you know in the in the healthcare field by you know going in to have a, a health checkup or an annual checkup to see where we're at in the financial world um, we call that our retirement lifestyle review where we can analyze current holdings to just give you the facts about where they sit what type of risk you're sitting at many people are sitting out there thinking oh i'm i'm pretty moderate or i'm pretty conservative well do you know that for a fact or are you just making a guess based on what you told your advisor or what you think you are you just it? being told that or you yeah, frank yeah exactly sam are you just being told that because that's what you told them um we, you want to get a good snapshot and analyze analyst um of where you're currently at um and the other thing you want to think about is where your money falls so there's kind of three different buckets of money as you're going into retirement uh the first is safety the second is income and the third is growth and so that safety money that's just the money that's liquid accessible should an emergency arise um, you can dip in and, you know, you need a new roof or a furnace. You can grab that money from maybe a money market account or a savings account. Um, the next bucket, bucket number two would be that income bucket. You know, where is that paycheck going to come from now that you're no longer working at the business or at the, the place of work? Where's the income going to come every month? Is it coming from a portfolio? Is it coming from a pension? Will it keep up with inflation? Will it not keep up with inflation? And so these income investments um, can pay dividends. You know, you can get dividend paying stocks or bonds or real estate. 
but how and where that income is coming from is very important to be sure that you're making up any gaps that you might have from from social security and then the third bucket is growth so maybe maybe you've got the safety in order you've got the income coming in just cover your lifestyle expenses and then maybe you're comfortable with a little bit more risk to earn a little bit more um, and those can be diversified through exchange traded funds individual stocks mutual funds um, the mutual funds and the exchange traded funds are a pooled investment, meaning it's not just one holding. There's many different investments inside of there, but there's a variety of tools to accomplish the goal of growing, outpacing inflation so that you can stay retired for many years. Absolutely. So that's great advice when you're talking about those three buckets again, safety, income, and growth. And at uh, Dual Financial Strategies, they will help you uh, discern it all because they want the uh, lifestyle to be yours because it's your retirement and it's 866-203-7486 to make that no cost, no obligation uh, consultation with Sam, Luke, or Andy, who's going to tell us about prescribing a plan, because that plan is awful important when you're you're not working anymore and you're on your own. You're you're giving yourself paychecks here. You've got to, to have the plan in order, don't you, Andy? You do. And after identifying what the you're currently in, what your current positions are, and then where do you want to go, you can actually create a strategy or a plan to help bridge any gaps that you might have. We talk a lot about income gaps. Do you have an income gap in your retirement? And how are we going to fund that income gap to make sure that, again, you have enough money to get you through retirement? So this can involve different types of asset classes, different types of using what you have and then what's out there. Um, So many people have just gotten used to using mutual funds because that's basically what you probably had available to you in your 401k, 403b, or 457. That's often what is used. So there's a whole world beyond that particular tool that might help in some certain areas. There's a tool generally for everything. You have to make sure that it fits for what you're doing. So why are we using what tool we're using to help you bridge that gap or to help you pass on your money or to help you whatever, there's generally a different tool that kind of specializes in that. So I really hate to say that, oh, you shouldn't do da 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 And you may want to be cautious when someone tells you that they should only use blah, blah, or you shouldn't use because again, why are we doing what we're doing? And that makes a big difference in planning to make sure that you have the tools that you need. Ask why frequently. Why is that the best thing for me and my family? What is that going to do? And how is that going to work within my plan to make sure that you do bridge that gap if you have one? And you don't just arbitrarily assign a plan. This is one of the things that we've seen. And those of you that are listening, you've seen this yourself where you open up your statements and it doesn't matter who, who, who it is. I'm, we don't need to name any names, but you open it up and all of a sudden you start looking at it. And let's say that uh, all they're using is American mutual funds. There's some of the big box firms are real, real uh, enamored with them. And you start looking at it and you've got an IRA and your wife has an IRA, and you've got a Roth, and you start looking, and every one of your accounts has exactly the same mutual funds in it. Well, that's not diversification. That's just point and click. That's right. There's no thought that goes into that. That's not a planning process. That's a choosing process. Or it's the illusion of diversification. Or it's the illusion of a so choosing process. Yeah. Exactly. So what we prefer to do and what we demand is that we actually plan these things. So we talk often on this show about Riskalyze, the program that we use to determine, first of all, 
what risk level are you comfortable with? How much of this money are you willing to sacrifice under certain market conditions for the opportunity to make a backside amount of money? It's a very simple process and it helps you understand numerically where you stand because you'll come in anywhere between one and 99. Well, then we can take and we can do a full blown forensic analysis on your current positions and it will tell us what's the risk number associated with what you currently have. We can see how efficient it is. We can see how much of a market, how much of a downside market it captures when the market's going down. We can see how much of the market it captures going back up. We can see how diversified it is. This is the most comprehensive x-ray and diagnostic tool that you've ever seen. Every one of you, I don't mean just some of you, every one of you that comes to our office makes that comment on Riskalyze. You're like, I can't believe this. Mm -hmm. I have never seen this information before. I've never seen this level of understandable detail, but mostly I've never been able to just sit down with my financial advisor and have them build and prescribe my plan live in front of me putting things in, taking things out. What happens if we do this? What happens if we do that? Folks, this is the most dynamic educational experience that you will ever have with your money because we put it right out there in the open for you. And then we match your prescribed plan to you, not to the company's goals, not to what the CEO is trying to push this week, not to what the sales department's trying to push off on consumers because they got too much of it. No, match it to you. So that's why you have to have a prescribed plan that comes to you in an efficient manner that says, hey, this is what it would look like. Absolutely. And the way to do that is very simple. You'll get that retirement lifestyle review at no cost, no obligation. Come in and talk to Sam or Andy or Luke at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And that means uh, that you will get a lifestyle review, a retirement lifestyle review that is catered to you because this is all about your retirement, not your next door neighbors, not your brother-in-law or mother-in-law or sister-in-laws, but your retirement. Once again, make that phone call right now for Dual Financial Strategies to get their over 20 years of experience at 866-203-7486. Sam, we've got to take a break. What's coming up in the next segment? Well, they say that people that don't know history are doomed to repeat it. So when we come back, we'll take an honest look at retirement today and the lessons we can learn from the past. Back here on Your Retirement, Dual Financial Strategies, The Place. I'm Chuck Caton, consumer advocate, along with Sam Dual, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel of Dual Financial Strategies, where their phone number is 866-203-7486. And I think Sam hit the nail on the head before the break, and he said, don't make that same mistake again. We talk about it in sports. Coach is driven crazy when uh, somebody makes the same mistake, uh, whether it's on the football field, the hockey rink, or the basketball court. We have to learn from the past, right, Sam? Because most of us are happy to get a little advice from our parents or grandparents and i remember as a young kid sam thinking that if somebody was 50 or 55 years old they were ancient right yes i mean they, for sure they, they seem old to you but right now they're they're in the middle of life because life expectancy is so much higher today and you yes. got to compensate for that with your retirement plan yeah 
Chuck, the average life expectancy for someone reaching 65 has increased nearly seven years. Right now, it's 84.3 for men, and it's 86.6 for women. Um, that is how much it has changed since the Social Security program started paying monthly benefits in 1940. About one out of every three 65-year-olds today that's hearing my voice, you're going to live past the age of 90. So people are living longer and longer. And we see this. Talk about hanging on to memories of the past, Chuck. People come in and tell us all the time, well, you know, uh, there's no life expectancy in my family. I, I could look at my family the same way. I could look at my mother and my father and my uncle that I'm named after and say, well, there's not a long life expectancy in my family. Well, the reason why there's not a long life expectancy in my family is because my uncle died fairly young because he was a raging alcoholic and crashed into a tree and killed himself. My mother and my father died because of Kent cigarettes and fried pork chops. So they died early, 73 years old and 68 years old. But it wasn't because of life expectancy. It wasn't because there was some dark cloud of doom that hung over our family. It was because of the lifestyle choices that those people made. So don't hang on to this myth that, oh, well, I'm not going to live very long because uh, my you know, Uncle Joe Bob only lived to be 72 years old. Today's people are living longer and longer and longer. And you talk about a catastrophic mistake, run out of money before you run out of life and figure out how that works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now we've talked about the good side of it. You could take care of your health. That's something you control, Luke. But uh, health care is a, a, a little bit of a bugaboo because there are some people out there still that live that uh, 50s or 60s lifestyle. Maybe they're still smoking. They're still uh, maybe imbibing a little bit more. So health care is one of those things that has to be uh, considered. Right. And just because we're living longer doesn't mean that we're living healthier. Uh, according to Pew Research Center, 75% of U.S. adults today, 65 and older, report with living with one or more chronic medical conditions. So we've got a plan for needing some help, most likely in retirement, because we're living longer. We're not just having an ailment and passing away in a short period of time. And according to Fidelity Retiree healthcare cost estimates, an average retired couple today, so 65-year-old married couple in 2021, may need approximately $300,000 saved after taxes just to cover their healthcare expenses in retirement. Probably no surprise to you, but this is up from 2018, where it was around $280,000. So healthcare plays a big part. Absolutely it does. And uh, it's not going to get any lower. Actually, you're going to see that uh, rate increase, especially if we see inflation uh, going wild again, as we mentioned in the first segment. All right, Andy, let's talk about the long-term care, because that's something that has to uh, be considered too, because even though the statistics may say that uh, maybe eight or ten out of, or eight of ten of people that won't need it, but or won't need it very long, you still have to prepare for it, right? You do. It's actually more like seven out of 10 people are going to need it. Mm -hmm. So it is important that we take that into great consideration and figure out a way that works with your retirement dollars to put as much advantage in your hands as you can. Healthcare bills are actually one of the top reasons why people are filing for bankruptcy. That to me is unacceptable. Long-term care needs can add an overwhelming cost. I mean, Genworth said in 2020 cost of care survey, it put the current me uh, median annual cost of care anywhere from $54,912 for an adult day care health to 105000 for a private room in a nursing home. 
Do you have that kind of money laying around? Do you understand how you're going to pay for that? Can you leverage an insurance company to do that better? So depending on the care that you require and where you live, those costs are expected to keep rising. And no doubt, I mean, look around. I mean, we talk to people all the time who are taking care of aging parents and trying to find a place to put them can be a bit of a struggle. If you are planning on using Medicaid, which is state-sponsored, then you can have some pretty excessive waiting periods. The quality of care can be mm, subpar at times. Um, and you may not want to find yourself in those situations. So taking care of business, basically, and having a plan for going into those those later years in life um, is very important. And women, I'm really talking to you because you are, in general, the ones who spend the greatest amount of time in a nursing facility simply because of age expectancy and not having anyone to take care of you. Um, this is It is important to spend some time and go through what options you have out there. It is not just the age-old traditional long-term health care that is available available to you now, there are lots of options that may make more sense. Absolutely. Good uh, advice there, Andy. And Sam, uh, to dovetail on that, if you think, uh, say you had to go into a long-term health care facility in 2008 or 2009 and you wanted the equity in your house to pay for it, you might have been wrong and it could happen again. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, that's what happened was that uh, people bought in early 2006 at very inflated prices, and they watched their equity just disappear within a year or two as the housing market crashed. Uh, and then if they needed to downsize, they needed to relocate, whatever the case might be. In a lot of cases, they either recovered much less than they paid, or they found that they were underwater. Uh, so you don't want to get all of your assets tied up in that house. You've got to be diversified and have some broadness to that. And Chuck, I'll tell you what, it's, it's happening again. I mean, we're going to see this repeat itself i i very very rarely make a prediction but i'll make this one with absolute uh, total confidence we are going to see those of you that are paying thirty thousand dollars more than asking price for a house right now you are going to find yourself underwater and you will find yourself in the next few years uh, paying on a house that's worth about fifty or $80,000 less than what you paid for it because you grossly overpaid for it because you were in this exuberant buying period of homes when they were highly inflated. So be really careful about uh, about housing because just because you're in that house today as a pre-retiree or retiree, odds are you are not going to be in that house throughout the entirety of your retirement. And at some point in time, you need to monetize it. Absolutely. And Luke, market conditions play into that too, because there's a lot of things going on with inflation you've got to be aware of today, because we're talking in this segment about how uh, things are a little different. you got to look to the future and not to the past. And uh, uh, obviously, there's been a lot of volatility. There has been. And you know what's different today than many years ago is that technology in our the global economy that we live in is so vastly different. I mean, information just shoots back and forth in a microsecond, whereas it would have taken a lot longer in the past. And due to that, we're seeing markets move based on news all around the world, uh, which is causing things to be more volatile. And if the market falls, the things you have to consider when you're going into retirement is if the market falls in those early years of retirement, what kind of effect is that going to have on you? Are, do you have a plan in place for that? Because remember this, if you lose 50% of your portfolio, you need a 100% rate of return just to get back to even. Absolutely. And uh, again, uh, you're not going to get back to even either, Andy, if you're not considering the fact of when to take Social Security, because that's also a, a key and it should be a supplement to your retirement plan. 
we hear this often. I think a lot of people have saved for so long with Social Security because it's pulled out of your paycheck and they go, oh, that's, you know, the what I'm going to use for my retirement. The challenge is Social Security wasn't really designed for your entirety. When Social Security was developed, um, there were pensions, and that was the norm at that point in time. So what we have to take into consideration is, you know, what's the future of Social Security look like? While pundits and politicians are debating this issue, um, it is up to you to determine when to take those benefits. So while most retirees still file before full retirement age, some people are going to advise delaying payments as long as possible because you get an 8% bump every year that you don't collect on it. And this is important to take into account when discussing with your advisor what your thoughts are on this. Do you need to take Social Security right now? Is there a health consideration that might reduce your life expectancy and therefore you would want to maybe strategize taking it earlier? If you're planning on working, you are going to potentially, you're, you're limited to how much income you can actually have and still file and get Social Security at your full benefits. So it is important that you understand the pros and the cons of working and looking at your health care and looking at all these things to determine what you should do about Social Security. All right. So Sam, let's wrap it up here in about a minute or so and talk about taxes and inflation because those are things uh, that can get worse and worse, as we said, uh, in the next five to 10 years. Yeah, for sure. And we covered ta inflation pretty extensively a little earlier in the program today. So I'm going to kind of focus on taxes here. I'm just taxes, 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 taxes. Chuck, it is the most ignored area going into retirement that we've ever seen. It's why we focus so much of our time and effort and conversations with you on your future tax obligations, because many of you, You've been socking all your money away in that tax-deferred investment account, that 401k, that IRA, that 403b. You could be looking at a problem in retirement because it is an age-old myth, still pervasive, that you will be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. Can I tell you something coming from over two decades of experience and working with you? You are not likely to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement especially when you get to the point that you have that max that uh, forced distribution of the money coming out of those accounts called a required minimum distribution right now when you're 72 you will not be in a tax-saving environment. It's guaranteed that you're going to pay taxes on that money in retirement. People get all worried about the market. You don't need to worry about the market. Well, you need to plan for the market. You need to worry about Uncle Sam. You talk about having a hand in your pocket. They've already got their hand in your pocket. Taxes, taxes, taxes. Focus on taxes so that you don't pay more than necessary and that you don't have nasty surprises because someone gave you the old myth to say that you're not going to be paying any taxes in retirement because you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. It just ain't so. All right. So the way you can uh, kind of comport this all is to give Dual Financial Strategies a call. Give Sam or Andy or Luke a call at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And get that... Uh, comprehensive, no cost, no obligation meeting with them to get that retirement lifestyle review. Once again, uh, we want you to pick up the phone because it's no cost, no obligation. Get that second opinion sometimes where you want to talk about all the things that affect your retirement from taxes to inflation uh, to what's going on with market volatility and all at 866-203-7486. All right, it's question and answer time, isn't it, next, Sam? It sure is. The questions from listeners just keep on coming, and we love it. The answers are next. We'll be right back.
Remember, this is your retirement. Chuck Caton here in our final segment for Dual Financial Strategies. We want you to pick up the phone and give them a call uh, because in the Fox Valley, it is about your retirement. It is uh, unique to you, and they're at your service for retirement planning. That is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. Sam, uh, we've got some good questions here this week, so uh, let's see if we can tackle them. For sure. All right, we'll go to Ron in Sherwood, who just turned 52. He's been working uh, for the same company for nearly 21 years. He says, I came in at the tail end of pensions, and then it was converted to 401ks at my employment, but I've never met an advisor, and I think it's time I should do that. Uh, What should I be looking for, and how should I prepare uh, in this uh, environment, even though I'm a little ways away from retirement? Yeah, 21 years, Ron. That's great. We sure see a lot of that here in the Valley with uh, these long tenures with companies. But yeah, you were just about in that window there where uh, companies were starting to close that pension uh, that pension window up and open up that 401k one. So, uh, you know, Ron, it's not a bad thing that you haven't met with an advisor. I mean, you were going through your 30s and your 40s, and there really wasn't any need necessarily for you to meet with an advisor because you were just socking money away out, out of every one of those paychecks and putting it into the company plan. And you know, you've only got so many uh, limited choices inside of that plan. So that's that's probably perfectly fine for you. Uh, you are getting to that age. You're starting to approach what we would call the retirement red zone. So I think, at, you know, at one of these days, it wouldn't be a bad idea for you to sit down with an advisor. I don't think that you're at a point right now that you're going to uh, lay out a full-blown uh, retirement lifestyle uh, retirement plan because things could change between now and, you know, let's just say I'm making a guess here. Maybe you're going to work to 62 years old. you still got another 10 years, but it would be good to start uh, at least getting that relationship. So I think what you should expect from a good, competent financial advisor, I know from us, if you were to come in and visit with us, uh, we're just going to have you bring a few things along. We're going to have you bring along your tax return. We're going to have you bring bring along those uh, company 401k statements so we can take a look and maybe talk a little bit about how you're positioned there. Uh, have you done your, you know, your planning, your wills, your trust, your powers of attorney at 52? That's a real good time to start getting that sort of stuff done too. So we're going to talk about that. We'll take a look at what your insurance needs are, make sure that you're good there. But probably we would just start to build that foundation, maybe start to lay out that relational foundation for you to start getting you pointed in the right direction probably not not a lot of massive changes that you need at 52 years old but you should start dotting your i's and crossing your t's and start thinking about it because boy that next 10 years is just going to whiz by at, at light speed all right let's go to sharon and little shoot now and luke you've got this one uh, i've seen a lot of commercials she says uh, uh, recently about etfs but i don't really understand how they work please explain and do you find them to be a good or bad investment Great question, Sharon. Uh, An ETF stands for an exchange-traded fund. This is uh, what we call a pooled investment, meaning even though you might see an exchange-traded fund that may hold, let's say, large companies, um, each of the holdings inside of that um, exchange-traded fund are going to be large companies um, that might be individual stock holdings. So instead of going out and buying you know, 20 different companies, you can accomplish the same sort of diversification with one exchange traded fund. So these are a really efficient way to trade. Um, They're the new kind of standard in the industry, really. Uh, For many, many years, mutual funds have been used. Mutual funds are another pooled investment um, that operate in a similar capacity. 
However, due to the inherent fees and inefficiencies from a tax perspective with mutual funds, we're seeing a lot of shift towards exchange-traded funds to help do what's in the client's best interest in having properly diversified portfolios um, that can be managed and watched over and, and the trading can be done in an efficient manner um, so that there's not... Um, Again, inefficiencies with fees and trading and so forth. All right, let's go to Angie and Ishwaba. Angie and Ishwabanan and Andy is going to answer Angie's question here. All right, so is this a tongue twister? Uh, it, Easy it really for you was to say. absolutely. <laughs> and and to think that I used to do hockey with all the Russians and Finns and Swedish names, and I'm having trouble with Angie and Ishwabanan. All right, uh, I read that 80 percent of married men die married, while 80 percent of married women die single. So I'm wondering if I should have a retirement plan that's completely separate from my husband's plan because we're both 57. We're in good health right now. Andy, what do you think? That's a great question, Angie. So from a standpoint of, you know, what would the purpose of having a separate retirement plan be if, if you're married and all of that as well? I would look at it and say, you know, look at it cumulatively as a family retirement. And in essence, um, if you're working with a good advisor, they should build a plan that is going to take care of both of you and one of you, respectively, at who is remaining, because that's usually the case where you don't die at the same time. So it's important that um, while you're looking at these things, that you find someone that you're comfortable with. We often find that to be the case that um, in s the women sometimes are the ones who will ultimately give the green light to an advisor because they are comfortable with that person. Um, I can think of probably more than a dozen cases in our clients where the wife was actually the one who gave the green light on feeling comfortable with that person because they felt like they had someone that would take care of them and really help them understand what they needed to do if their husband was gone because their husband has been the primary person that's taken care of the retirement monies. So just I think the the big thing for me would be it doesn't necessarily have to be separate in order to be very functional. Um, and oftentimes if your husband passes away before you do, then you're going to receive his retirement monies anyway. So I would think that it would make more sense to plan together and then plan if one of you were to be passed away first. All righty, there we go. Let's go to Ernie now in Grand Chute. Luke, you've got this one. Are Social Security benefits withheld because of excess earnings returned to you in monthly installments when you reach full retirement age? Great question, Ernie. Just for the rest of the listeners, let me give a little background information on what Ernie's asking here. So Ernie's saying if he draws Social Security prior to full retirement age, or if you do as well, so between 62 and maybe 66 or 67 years old, and you're still working either full-time or part-time, um, the, the extra amount that you earn over the new limit for 2021, which is $18,960, so any earnings above that $18,960, there's a, a penalty or a reduction. So for every $2 you go over, there's a $1 reduction in your social security payment. That money does come back to you, Ernie. Um, it, they're gonna recalculate your payment as you get to full retirement age. You should receive a letter outlining that, but they're gonna pay you that back over time. So it's gonna come back in the form of a monthly, monthly amount. Um, they'll take it really quick. So if you, you know, go through 11 months out of the year with social security payments and kind of your, that 12th month is kind of your penalty for 
for making too much, they're just going to withhold that, that social security check from you. But when they, when they give it back to you, it's going to be in small portions over the rest of your life. So you may want to ask yourself if you're on the cusp, if you've got earnings over that limit, do you really need that income? Do you really need to turn on social security and lock in, you know, your rate for the rest of your life, you know, your, your payment, or could you delay that? Um, that would be something that I'd love to help with if you've got more questions. All right. And our final question for Sam comes from Jenny and Freedom, uh, who asks, my company matches my 401k contributions, but uh, they do it in the form of company stock. But I'm not that excited about owning a lot of company stock. But I also don't want to miss out on any matching funds. So should I still try to put as much in as I can? Hi, Jenny. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. Um Obviously, you don't want to get too much uh, ownership in a company just as an employee. The thumbnail amount that most would recommend would be somewhere in maybe the 10% range, the 15% range. So I would say, Jenny, if the, if the ownership of the company stock within your 401k doesn't amount to more than 10% of what the entire holdings that you have for retirement are, you should be you know, you should be relatively balanced. Uh, that said, you obviously don't want to miss out on any matches because that is free money, regardless of whether the value of the company stock is up or it's down or it's sideways, that the giving that to you is uh, free money. At some point in time, you're likely going to roll over that 401k and you're going to cash out of that company stock. Um, so the question is that you ask is, should you still try to put in as much as you can? It's an interesting question, and it's a little different answer than what I might typically give. I would I would normally say, hey, you take the free money. In your case, it's in the form of a company match. And then you move on past the tax-deferred 401k, and you put that money into a Roth IRA because we're very concerned about the tax rates for retirees in the future. A couple of things, Jenny, that would be helpful. Um, don't know what your age is. Uh, if you're younger, then uh, I would absolutely say, look, take the take the free the free stock, uh, and then if the company offers a Roth 401k option, or if you can fund a Roth outside of it, um, <clears throat> you might want to really think about getting some money put away in that tax-free alternative of a Roth IRA. Um, if you are at a situation where you are a very high income earner and you are in a high tax bracket anyway, well, then you may benefit from putting as much more as you can into that 401k because what will happen is you don't have the opportunity as a high income earner outside of that company plan to save additional monies because you're going to be phased out of being able to put money into plans because of your high wage earnings. So there'd be a couple of variations. Jenny, I would really encourage you to make the call, come in for the retirement lifestyle review. And even if you're at a point where you're not ready to retire yet, I'd be happy to sit down with you, take a look at where you're at on that, and at least kind of get you pointed in the right direction. And so that you're kind of laying that foundation out there to know which one of these areas am I putting money into would be the most efficient for me at a point later in time when I'm going to retire. All right. And this is all that they do. And as they are very professional at it at Dual Financial Strategies, and they are uh, constructing your retirement lifestyle review, as Sam just mentioned. And uh, so it's no 
cost, no obligation. So make that appointment anywhere in the Fox Valley. You're hearing our program, 866-203-7486. That's the number to reach uh, Sam or Andy or Luke, and it's 866-203-7486. And when you have that no cost, no obligation consultation with any of the three uh, or the professionals at Dual Financial Strategies, because it is your retirement, uh, Sam will grace you with his book that he spoke of earlier in the show, Purpose Determines Placement. And I think that will be a wonderful premium for you to walk out with and, uh, again, get the consultations you need for your retirement. Once again, it's 866-203-7486 at Dual Financial Strategy. Well, Sam, it's been a great show. Your final thoughts. Uh, Good show today. Good questions. uh, Just really good content. We look forward to visiting with all of you very soon. Thanks so much. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.